Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today we're going to be talking about a movie that famously, or infamously, defeated Disney at one point. This is an animated movie that people know, and its history is forever having beaten out a Disney animated feature. That movie is the Care Bears movie. Yes, the movie based on the show that told us that sharing is caring. I'm not joking. This is a movie that beat it out Black Cauldron, which has tainted that movie's legacy since the 80s. And as a result, it's just one of those movies that to this day is forever known for that exact reasoning. Now, of course, the big question is, is it good? And the answer is, it's the Care Bears movie. What do you think? I mean, look, I don't want to be mean about it. The Care Bears is beloved for a lot of reasons. They're cute, they're cuddly. I can't deny that. But the Care Bears were never one to make good stories. And I'm sure there are fans who are going to disagree with me, and that's perfectly fine. I'm not here to ruin what you enjoy. I'm just saying that for a lot of people, myself included, it's not very well-told stories, and... Yeah, sorry, this animated movie is also not that. To get things out of the way, I just want to point out that the animation, not very good. There is a few moments where it looks a bit smoother than in other moments, but for the most part, this is something that you could have easily seen on TV. Like, the only thing that maybe puts it at a more decent level is that the coloring is kind of nice. Like, sometimes it's all right. I don't think it's exactly cinema quality, but then again, it's a little bit better than your average TV episode. At least I'm going by TV episodes of that era, so that's something. But yeah, overall, the the movie looks like something that you could have seen on TV. The plot itself is, again, a very TV-esque um, plot. But let's, you know, let's dive into it. What exactly is the Care Bears movie about? This is a movie that is, for all intents and purposes, about two kids who are orphans. They've given up all hope and love and caring and whatnot. So, of course, the characters come in. They tell them, hey, you know, you shouldn't lose your your will to care for others, your will to love others. Just because you lost your parents doesn't mean that all, you know, everything's bad. And that's where we start off. So that's supposed to be like the main, I don't want to say hook, but essentially that's like what, what anchors the story altogether. It turns out that there's another kid that is also all alone. He works at a circus as an assistant to a musician. And he's pretty much just down on his luck because he has no family. The magician, I mean, from what we see, he doesn't really treat him that badly, but he also isn't really respecting him fully. So I guess that gives some reason why he's so angry. Well, not really angry, but like, you know, sad about the world. Another character tries to help him out, but then it turns out an evil spell book comes in with a package that was sent to the magician and the boy stumbles upon it. So he, out of listening to the spell book, decides to open it up 
Turns out there's some evil spirit within, and it's convincing him to make other people not care. It's which the less people care, the more um, the Care Bears' homeland, the Care Lot, uh, gets destroyed, and the Care Bears have to figure this out while getting the help of the two kids because they get accidentally transported to Care Lot. Uh, along the way, they get lost into like a jungle full of new Care Bear friends. They're, these aren't um, the Care Bears, but they're other animal equivalents, like there's a Braveheart lion, uh, a, a lots of heart uh, elephants. Pretty much, they're, they're, they're essentially the same idea, but just different animals. They're even designed pretty much in the same way, just given the characteristics of the other animals. And it's cute, I won't say that much, but it is, you know, just pretty much showcasing how not only lazy, but also how much of this is just a toy commercial. Because that's really what it is. It's like, okay, let's show off a bunch of these characters. Uh, we were giving an excuse as to why they're here, but realistically, you're just here just to see them because, you know, every time they introduce a new animal, they always got to give them a name until final roll call where they just introduce a bunch of them who come in to help. And I don't know if they ever give all of them names. Like, there's a dog, there's a cat, there's a, a goat. And it's like, I, I don't know who these characters are other than just their dad animal, but as a character, you know, also doing the Care Bear shtick. And yeah, they eventually get together. They stop the kid from destroying the world. They make him realize that people care about him. And the kids get adopted while the, the kid that was going evil becomes an assist, um, a full-time partner to the magician. This is all being told through narration from the kid as an adult, the, the one who was going evil, to an orphanage, because he ended up getting together with with um with the girl that is in there. So it's like, okay, not a very complex plot. And to be fair, the movie is only like about an hour and 15 minutes. So it didn't really need to be a complex plot. I, I will admit that there is the bones of a decent plot in there. So it's not like I'm, I'm going to be completely mean about it. Like I'm like, okay, I could see where this being written better could be a pretty decent uh, movie for kids to watch, for adults to sit in with their kids and whatnot. Because there are, you know, movies that are made more for kids than there are for adults, and there are still fairly entertaining. This one isn't quite uh, it, but, you know, I could see where it could have been. I could see how this could have been a much more fun movie, a much more entertaining movie. But it's just, you know, it's it's a toy commercial with barely any effort from the, uh, the people being tasked with creating it. It's, I, I don't know, like, the thing I kept on going back and forth on was, like, would this be better if it was, like, you know, brought up into, like, the the more modern thing with, um, with uh, a lot of properties being done meta, like, with jokes about, like, you know, acknowledging, like, oh, some of the stuff that we said are kind of stupid and whatnot, like, in, in a way almost cynical, but mostly meta poking fun at this stuff or would it be better if it stayed sincere and it just had decent writing and it's kind of hard to imagine which would work with this just because on the one hand yeah i could see why people would want a more sincere version of this because in a time where we got a lot of you know hate out and about uh it would just make sense to you know show something that's positive that's uplifting and whatnot but at the same time there's a certain point where that just doesn't work and it just ends up feeling like, okay, I don't know if this is supposed to be mocking the thing that it's doing or if it's sincere, but if it's sincere, it's so corny that it doesn't even get it across. 
So, yeah, I don't know if maybe it needed to go a little bit more meta just to acknowledge that some of the stuff is kind of dumb and it would have been a lot funnier or they could have done a more sincere thing and just written it better. I, I really don't know. I mean, characters as, as a whole is a pretty empty, um, shallow premise to begin with because it's like, okay, there's these bears that care about you and they're out there, you know, stopping, you know, hate from growing uh, and whatnot. So, I, I mean, I'd imagine that a better version would have them also tackling stuff like race, sexism, just, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, I, I could easily see them being like, okay, let's, this week we're going to have the Care Bears go up against this bigoted, you know, group that is um, harassing this trans person. And, you know, that that might be nice. I, I'm not going to say that it won't be. It could be something special. But, I, I again, I, I don't know whether or not it would have to be a little more aware of itself and aware of, like, the silliness of this whole premise in order for it to really stick to landing. Like, it, it's such a tightrope on this shallow premise that it's it's kind of hard. Like, I, I would definitely imagine that having them tackle that stuff might make it easier to make it work, but it's no real guarantee. Because, yeah, throughout this whole movie, I'm just like, okay, so they come in and they take care of these kids that are have lost their will to care, and I'm like, do they ever try doing this with, like, hateful groups? Like, imagine the K- Care Bears going up against the clan or... Oh, look at that. It's period piece, and the Care Bears are trying to make Hitler uh, not kill Jew- Jewish people. It's like, I-, I don't know. Like, that sounds like something that would be for more of a jokey purpose, but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't really know. I-, I don't see this working entirely just on its own way. Maybe you could. Maybe you could if it's given a bad writing. Because I've seen other stuff that's more sincere and genuine that, um, I think works like you know like you know like the Paddington movies, uh, Shaun the Sheep, but even then those do have some comedy in there that feels like okay we kind of know some of this is kind of silly like not to a point that we're dismissing our premise but at the same time we're acknowledging that the premise is not all the way there. Uh, maybe that's what it needs just that balance. I don't know, but you know it's just like some of these things do play off on a way where it's like. I don't know, man. Some of this should be a little more aware. Like, when they introduce, like, a monkey called, like, Playful Heart Monkey, they mention, like, oh, yeah, he li- likes to laugh at everything. And I'm like, you know, the, the obvious thing right here is, like, okay, let's see him laugh at some cruel, dark humor. Like, oh, look, this person, you know, just died. Let's make a horrible joke about that. Playful Heart Monkey laughs about it. Again, not that I want to see them do, like, a whole, oh, Playful Heart Monkey is now laughing at, like, bigotry or something like that. But if he laughs at everything, you know, does he? Like, does he just find humor and all that stuff? I don't know. That's more of an adult joke kind of thing than a kid's joke. But, you know, you open yourself up with that. You get, you know, the, the whole thing with the villain where it's like, okay, so the, the spell book is trying to get this kid to make people care less about stuff, make them just as lonely as he is by making them mean, making them rude, even though he wasn't either of those things, he was just kind of lonely, but, you know, whatever, he goes along with it, and 
even though he tries fighting, like he he barely does anything. He can't really fight all that much. And, and it gets to the point where like there's, there's even a, a whole scene where it's like, oh look at this, you know, he made a bunch of kids not care for each other, so they're all beating the shit out of each other. And I'm like, okay, well the movie's not good. Kids are fighting each other. I approve. But again, it, it never focuses in on that enough to be like something where it's like, okay, you know, I know they're saying that things are going horrible, but it's like, it, it, yeah, barely. Like, okay, kids are fighting each other. You know, he made his own fight club with a bunch of kids. But I, I don't imagine that having that profound of an effect on the world. Like, okay, kids are being rude. What else is new? But, you know, the movie does kind of center on that. And I wish, if anything, if this was a smarter movie, that they would have actually showcased, like, okay, this is how bad it's getting. And maybe not even just show kids, like, maybe show even adults becoming much more harmful, which that that's one of the weird things is, like, the adults are pretty much missing from this entire movie outside of just the ending and the, the bit with the with the magician. Where's all the parents of these kids? Are they affected too? And we never get a clear answer to any of that. Not that it really matters, but it's just one of those things where, like, I don't know, I think that could have at least given something more to the story. I, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it's like, looking at it on its own, it's like, how did this movie even beat a Disney movie because it's it's cheap, the animation's not great, the characters are cute, but they're just toys and they're not really all that special. Nothing about this really stands out. Like, nothing makes it something that even an adult can enjoy unless they're making fun of it like I kind of was while watching it, but, you know, that's a whole different thing. How did this beat a Disney movie? That Disney movie must be really bad, and, you know, of course, like I said, it was The Black Cauldron, which is one of the worst Disney animated movies, but... Even on that front, I'm still like, I don't know, man. I, I I still can't buy it that this movie won out that weekend. Why? Why? You know, this is just a, a joke of a movie that I, I reviewed the 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 straight video um, Polly Shore Pinocchio movie. It's pretty much the only reason why this one's not the the worst animated movie that's ever been done or worst one that I've ever seen on this show so far. There was nothing really all that redeeming about this. Like, the only thing that makes it kind of more enjoyable than that Pinocchio movie is that since it is 2D, it's more pleasant on the eyes. Look, as much as I don't like them, the Care Bears are adorable. Like, I I could see why these toys were popular. So, on that front, I get it. I just don't get the appeal, you know, putting this uh, of putting this in a narrative form. And probably a lot of other people didn't, considering that they eventually made sequels. Which, as far as I know, were straight to video. Maybe two was theatrical, but after that, for sure, it was um, straight to video. Either way, it's like, yeah, I mean, there is the bones of a decent plot in here. And I do laugh at some of the stuff in, unintentionally. And, you know, maybe if they leaned in on that, it could have been something special. But it's still not something where I would ride home about just because I'm like, I don't know what the appeal is here. And I don't care. It's such a generic story that by the end of it, I'm just like, will that happen? A lot of it is just kind of uh, built as just being, you know, noise and colors and whatever else just to please your kids. I mean, you know, you get the lion character, the Braveheart lion, who's constantly like, oh, I'm the toughest lion around or whatever. And it's like, every time he tries to help out, he just gets his ass beat on. So it's like, maybe don't. 
in terms of the movie itself, like there's a whole thing where it's like, oh, hold on to this key because that's going to lock up the spell book. So it's very important that you hold on to it. And towards the end of it, you get a little twist where like, oh, the key was destroyed by the villain. So you're thinking like, okay, so they're going to have to find another way. Not that I want it to be any longer, but, you know, they could probably find some other way to defeat it, uh, make it more epic. And then it turns out that like, oh, no, um, don't worry, because um, like Secret Bear or whatever is able to conjure up the key again. And it's like, well, then why did we even have this whole thing where it was important? And then that, you know, he lost it. And, you know, we're supposed to be like, oh, but this character comes in and it's like, oh, I, I had the thing all along with me. I don't know. I don't think I sound all that mad about this because it's nothing worth really getting mad over. It is a bad movie. It is dumb. It is something that you would watch with your kids if your kids were brain dead or just being kids. I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I'm not going to be a complete asshole about that, but it's still just like, this is just a toy commercial with a big idea for plot that, again, could have been something special if they put effort into it. But it's not. It's just all the lazy things. Mickey Rooney is here narrating, and it's like, look, I, I know by that point, Mickey Rooney was already an old man, but it's still like, man, this is kind of disappointing to see you doing this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know. It's, there's really nothing to this movie that that made me angry, but at the same time, there's nothing that made me enjoy watching it there's nothing that made me say like okay now i get why this movie beat out the black cauldron even if i don't like it i get it because i'm like i mean i i know essentially it's going to come down to the toys were popular and the show was kind of popular because of the toys so you know i got that but at the same time it's like it's not often that movies based on tv shows become successes this is just a dumb, silly movie. It's not the worst. It's not even really all that harmful. I was able to get by those 75 minutes without feeling like it was dragging on too long. I was just more or less just like, I don't really care. But by the time I started checking my watch, it's like, okay, so it's almost over. So I'm not really going to complain anymore. So I guess in that way, I was kind of engaged. But again, not really. It's just... A dumb movie that honestly is based on a show that wasn't really all that great to begin with. Maybe someday we get like a version of it that actually does work, a version that uh, fully acknowledges how this character would be in school. But as of this moment, I'm just like, eh, it's not worth the time. I don't know. I don't think I have anything else to say. It's not a good movie. The animation's not good. The voice acting is not good. I mean, yeah, most of them are voice actors, but they all sound like they're bored reading this. Like they're just kind of like, okay, we know this is a paycheck, so just read it, you know, deliver it close enough to what they want, and, you know, call it a day. Yeah, there's nothing really worth uh, recommending or that special about it. It's just kind of there, and for the most part, that it became known as the, the Disney movie that beat out I mean, it, it, that it's become known as the animated movie that beat out Disney is just... It's cool, but at the same time, <sighs> was the Black Cauldron really that bad that this thing could have easily beaten it? And the answer is, I mean, to an extent, sure, but uh, honestly, I'd rather watch the Black Cauldron again because at least there's some nice animation in there, so that's something. <laughs>
in any case, thank you for listening. This has been Octavian Macias, and I'll see you again next time. That's the most unfriendly tree I've ever seen. Well, thanks to you, Swiftheart, we're safe for now. Thank you for coming on today. If you enjoyed this, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel where you'll see video versions of these podcasts. And if you just want to listen to them, there's always the option of just following the podcasts on their various sites, whether it's Spotify, Podbean, or Apple Podcasts. Whatever you choose, I hope you continue enjoying these. And if you want to support me even further than that, there's always the option of Patreon. With Patreon, even just a dollar will get your name on the video versions of this and on other videos that I may do outside of these podcasts. A few dollars more gets you some behind the scenes info and as this continues to grow, you'll find that there's more perks to it. So I hope you consider supporting me through Patreon as well. And in any case, again, thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.